Amen. Union Wesley, I want to call your attention back to a portion of scripture that was read for your hearing from the Old Testament. The Old Testament, the book of Zechariah. Zechariah chapter 4. Uh, I want to call your attention back to verse number 6, which is a familiar verse that all of us have heard at least once or twice. But it says this. Then he answered and spake unto me, that's Zechariah, saying, This is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, saying, Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. Union Wesley, would you do this favor for me would you look at your seat partner and say this uh, thought uh, look at your seat partner repeat after me and the thought is simple is this he will make it happen come on say it to them again he will make it happen oh yes he will yes he will anybody believe that today he will make it happen amen it's not a possibility it's not a maybe but he will make it happen now i didn't say i will make it happen amen amen but he will make it happen amen let's go to work union wesley can i bore you for just a moment just giving you a little context real quick let me bore you but don't go to sleep the nation of judah has been conquered uh, the nation of judah now, the city has been burned to the ground and it has been left in rubble. The people of God have been carried away to live in, a, in the land of their conquerors, the Babylonians. The nation of Judah had been in captivity at the writing of this particular text uh, over 50 years. However, the Babylonian Empire has been defeated, defeated by the Persian Empire. And under the Persian king or the Persian ruler, whose name is Cyrus, he allows the people of God, he allows the nation of Judah to return home to Jerusalem. Zerubbabel is a native of the nation of Judah. He is appointed governor by Cyrus over Jerusalem or, or, or over Judah as he sends them back to the city of Jerusalem. Zechariah is a priest or a prophet. Zechariah arrived back home to Jerusalem to see the city is in shambles and everything is a mess. Listen, I said everything is a mess. The city is a mess. The people are a mess. And the temple is a mess. But hear me, in spite of the mess, God has given the nation of Judah an amazing assignment. The assignment that God gives in the midst of this mess, the amazing assignment was to rebuild the temple. It lay in ruin after being in Babylonian captivity. But God has given the nation 
a new assignment. God has given them assignment to begin a new chapter in the life of the people of God. God is giving them a new beginning, a new chapter, a new beginning for God's people. Are you hearing me, Union Wesley? The nation of Judah wanted to establish, or God wanted the nation of Judah to establish God's name in the earth by doing something that none of their enemies thought was possible to be done. Can I say that again? God wanted the nation of Israel to establish God's name in the earth by doing something that none of their enemies thought they could do it. Be careful listening to your enemies. Be careful listening to your foes. Be careful of listening to your adversaries and your opponents with what they say you can and what you cannot do. Hear me somebody, there are some people that act like they're your friends, but they don't believe that you can get it done. They don't believe that you can make it happen. They don't believe that you can cut the mustard. They don't believe that you are good enough to do it. And they sure enough don't believe that God can use you to get it done. Hear me somebody, God was requiring them to complete the reconstruction of his temple. And at the time that God told them to rebuild the temple, this is a mammoth assignment. Hear me somebody, this ain't no light assignment. This ain't for some lightweight. This is not for some neophyte and some baby believer in the Lord Jesus Christ. But this assignment was for grown folk. And hear me, there's some things, hear me somebody, are PG-13. Everybody ain't in position to be able to hear and to do some of the hard stuff that God wants to be done. Some things are for mature audience. Anybody know what I'm talking about? God has a mammoth and a major assignment to rebuild the temple and it will require people that are mature enough to be able to handle some of the God-sized things that God wants them to do. But understand that when God has this assignment, God is dealing with a people that are depressed. He's dealing with the people that are demoralized. He's dealing with the people that have been discouraged. And he's, been, he's dealing with a people who have had their resources decimated or destroyed. They suffered from destroyed and diminished resources. Can I say it this way? They ain't got two nickels to rub together to make a dime. They don't have a window or a pot to throw it out. Hear me somebody, they, they ain't got nothing. I know it's bad English, but it says it like I want to say it. They don't have anything. Listen, they are broke. And God wants them to reconstruct the temple. Hear me somebody, God doesn't wait until you get strong to call you to do great things. Hear me somebody, God calls us to do great things when we ain't got nothing. See, anybody can do it when they got what they need. But God says, I'm calling you to do it when you ain't got it yet. 
somebody ought to say I know that's right because you know you're deficient in some things but God is still calling you oh yes he is he's calling you to do some great things even though you might lack some things God is calling you to do some big stuff when you got little resources can I help you Union Wesley this morning God is not minimizing his expectations because you lack some resources God is not reducing his expectations because you ain't got it God is not cheapening or dummying down his expectations just because you think you ain't got what you need hear me today God does not excuse you and me when he has a purpose for our life and a reason for which he put up we put us on the planet it was tough and tumultuous for Judah but God still said build it God still said go get it done tough and tumultuous God says go after it anyhow tough and tumultuous and God says make it happen I don't want to hear any of your excuses but I said make it happen so guess what you're gonna do make it happen God says believe in me and what I called you to do believe that all things are possible to them that believe and I think that's the problem of a whole lot of folk that go to church Sunday after Sunday they don't believe that God can do what he said he can do is there a witness in the house is there anybody here you came because you're a believer you worship because you're a believer you just keep on fighting because you are a believer you believe that all things are possible you believe that it can be done you believe that nothing and nobody can stop you Judah had to rebuild but when we have areas of our life that we too need to rebuild amen Judah ain't the only one got some rebuilding to do you and I got some rebuilding to do as well Amen. Somebody, anybody know about a relationship that needs to be rebuilt? Anybody know about your financial stability that needs to be rebuilt? Listen, your health situation, come on somebody, needs to be rebuilt. We all have areas of our life, individual and collective, that needs to be rebuilt. Hear me, let nothing cause you and me to mismanage and misappropriate all that God has called us to do it's time to get it done this is the season to get it done this is the season for God to make it happen we've been talking about some stuff long time but this is the season to make it happen hear me this this is the season somebody needs to tell your haters and listen we all got haters somebody needs to tell their haters this season listen keep your behind over there because God is about to do something through me and I ain't got time 
for your games and your shenanigans. Hear me, you get over there because I'm on a mission to do what God wants me to do. This is the season. Your enemies are going to wish they were you. This is the season of triumph. This is the season of victory. This is the season of achievement and accomplishment and success. This is the season. And you got to make it up your mind and say, this is my season. When what we've been talking about, when God is going to make it happen, amen. Listen, this ain't the season for laziness. Hear me, this ain't the season to rest on your loyals. This is not the season to sit back and chill. Whereby you and I are satisfied with our past achievements and make no effort to doing anything better in the present for the future. This is the season for victory. This is the season for our success. You and I, God will use to make it happen. God will use you and I for us to achieve it. Not only is God going to make it happen, but it is going to happen in such an incredible way that God is going to get the glory. Listen, I don't, I don't want any glory. You hear me? Listen, the song says, if I should gain any praise, let it go to Calvary. To God be the glory. I don't want, don't pat me on the back. Don't talk about what I have done. I'm telling you, God's going to do it in such an incredible way. That you ain't going to get the glory. I ain't going to get the glory. But God is going to get the glory. God is calling you and me to face challenges. But you're still going to get it done. He's calling you and I, hear me somebody, to face some mountains. But to still get it done. He's calling you and I to face some difficulties, but even with the difficulties, we still are going to get it done. He's calling us not to get discouraged and not to get distracted, but he is calling us to get it done. Amen, somebody. He's calling us to get it done. Verse 6 says, uh, you're going to succeed. It says it because the Bible goes on to say, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. God says, I'm, I'm going to make it happen. It is going to be done. God says, not by the stuff you've been dependent on. God says, not the way that you've been doing it. God says not, not the methods you've been using. The way you're going to get it done this time is going to be the way that I direct you and that I point you in this particular direction and way to make it happen. Hear me, God is taking the weight of the victory. He's taking the weight off of you. He's taking the weight off of me and God puts the weight for triumph and the weight for victory he says I'm taking the weight on myself you ain't gonna make it happen 
but I'm gonna make it happen not by might nor by power but by my spirit says the Lord of hosts God says that these victories are going to be sweatless victories these victories I'm talking about you ain't gonna have to exert a whole lot of effort just be faithful to what I called you to do God says I'm gonna show you that you can get this done in a way like nobody else is able to get it done God says your life has been dependent on other things and other people but I'm about to show you that if you just keep on depending on me I'm going to make it happen God says just be faithful to me God says not by might nor by power but by my spirit says the Lord of hosts so God is letting us know that our devotion should be to him and not nobody else hear me somebody it's not your job that you ought to be dependent on hear me somebody it's not even your boo that you ought to be dependent on hear me it's not your bank account it's not your stocks your bond your 401k listen you ought to have your dependency on God because what God will do is he'll take some things out of your life that you've been leaning on so that you might know I can't lean and depend on nobody else but the Lord and God says I'm going to organize your life around my authority and I'm now putting myself in military mode because I said not by might nor by power but by my spirit says the Lord that's a military term God says listen you ain't got to fight this time but God says I'm fighting for you and isn't that just what the prophet Jehaziel said to King Jehoshaphat when he said the battle is not yours but the battle is the Lord is there anybody here that knows that the battle is not yours but the battle is the Lord's you'll have to defend yourself God will defend you God will fight your battles for you not by my boy, nor my power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. God says, I've got you. You don't have to worry about anything else. If I tell you I got you, then Union Wesley, I got you. Hear me, somebody. God doesn't just talk to hear himself talk. Hear me, somebody. God doesn't just talk just because he ain't got nothing else to do. Now I know we know some people that love to talk about nothing. But hear me, when God talks, God means what he says. When God says I'm going to do something, God does exactly what he says. Whenever God says something, God imprisons himself to what he said. Whenever God says something, he incarcerates himself. God locks God's self up to what he said he's gonna do all I'm trying to tell somebody is if you heard God say it you ought to shout in advance because God is locked and tied to what he said he said you are healed he said you are delivered he said and when he says it I believe it and that's it 
your season ain't over you just you just you just beginning a new season of your life oh that's good news for somebody listen your season ain't over I don't care what your age is there is no retirement plan in the kingdom of God listen when you are ready to retire in the kingdom of God it's time for God to take you on up out of here and since you're still here then there's work that God has for all of us to do somebody say amen there's no retirement in the church of Jesus Christ you may not be able to do what you used to do but you still can do something listen I lick stamps if I gotta lick stamps I'll get on the phone if I gotta get on the phone but there's something for all of us every last one of us to do somebody say amen this is the season you will get stuff done with less than you used to have see you don't have to have more for God to do more you can have less and be faithful and God will do more with less than somebody else that's got a whole lot God is the one who's gonna make it happen Amen, somebody. Hear me, hear me. God will subdue what seems insurmountable. I said, God, God will subdue whatever seems insurmountable. God will subdue. God will overcome whatever seems to be too big. God will conquer whatever it is that seems inconquerable. God will defeat whatever looks like it cannot be defeated verse 7 says obstacles as great as mountains do y'all see it obstacles as great as mountains will become a plain he says great big mountains will be made plain or level to the ground in other words obstacles as great as mountains hear me somebody will disappear obstacles as great as mountains will disappear right before your eyes God does not move the mountain because God has to let us see the mountain or see the obstacle so that you and I can identify with what we're dealing with there is no victory without being able to identify what you're dealing with or what you are up against. Is there anybody here this morning who has some mountains in your life? You are up against some things. I'm so glad that you can see it because the Lord says when I bring that mountain down you'll be able to say I saw sickness but he healed me I saw a mountain of debt but he made me debt free I didn't have no peace but God gave me peace of mind I saw it and he delivered me he healed me from the mountain I was dealing with God's going to subdue it. He will supply. He will supply what you lack. 
he'll supply what you lack but you got to give him praise for every little bit that God makes happen in your life you see it in the text in verse 10 it says who have despised the day of small beginnings they are disappointed because so little progress has been made hear me little progress somebody is still progress it may not be a lot but it's still progress you and I need to learn how to praise God for the little progress that God allows us to have we are not where we want to be but thank you Jesus we are not where we started we are not where we used to be but thank you Jesus I'm not where I was when I began is there anybody here that can look back over your life you ain't perfect you ain't got it all together but thanks be to God you are not where you started and you and I have got to learn how to thank God and praise God for every little bit of progress because that little bit of progress is evidence that my God shall supply all of my needs he's bread when I'm hungry and somebody said he's water when I'm thirsty and somebody else said he's a bridge over troubled water he supplies everything not something but everything that I need I'm, I'm done Union Wesley but but there is verse 9 verse 9 says Zerubbabel laid the foundation of the house or the temple Zerubbabel laid the foundation or started the building of the temple Zerubbabel started or laid the foundation for the building of the temple somebody say Zerubbabel started the building of the foundation for the temple Zerubbabel started it Zerubbabel is the one that laid the foundation and then the text says his hands will finish the temple that he started hear me somebody I'm done here God will keep you until you finish what you start hear me somebody you ain't gonna start it and then not finish it but the good news today is whatever you start that God said start the Bible declares I'm gonna finish what I started I'm gonna complete what I started the job of the enemy is to discourage me and depress me until I give up until I throw in the towel until I say whatever I just quit but I came in here to encourage somebody it may not look like what God showed you but God says you're gonna finish what you started hear me you're gonna finish the work finish the job finish the assignment finish what God wanted you to do amen I'm done I told you I'm done I'm done you're gonna finish what you started I don't care what it looks like now I don't care how bad things might seem right now you are going to finish
what God allowed you to start. 